0: So Good Morning India was India's first breakfast show. Right. Which was conceived by Dr. Pranoy Roy himself. Richard Branson was quite an interesting character, actually. I remember sitting in the office, I was wanting to meet Dr. Roy for some work, and in walked Branson, okay? Uh. but I looked at him and I just got up and I said, Hello, Mr. Branson. (laughs) And he just turned around and said, Hello young man, how are you? And we stood there and we shook hands and oh, oh, oh. I said, first time in India? He said, no, I've been very often to India. I said, yeah. excellent, you know, I've been here a while too myself. <laughs> <laughs> My radio broadcast advises safety at all times, discusses underage riding, but celebrates the spirit of motorcycling.
1: And how?
2: This is Easy Peter, Green P515, I'm ready to roll, see you in 5 at the D&D Bay, over and out. Welcome to the 43rd episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast, India's exclusive motorcycling podcast featuring compelling stories of heroic riders, legendary mechanics and iconic brands told by members of the Motorcycling Fraternity, one legend at a time. I'm Shandy and welcome to another story of a man who's been on a ride of a lifetime. From being a celebrated television newscaster on NDTV and Times Now, among others, a radio host on the Amaze Long Playing Hour, a movie actor from Rockstar and Student of the Year, he's a son, a father, an entrepreneur, a creative engine, a dog lover, a photographer, a coffee drinker, a blogger, a Harley-Davidson XR-1200X rider, and the hermit who threw it all away and picked up the guitar to become a musician, to ride alone for a soul that is his and his only. Please welcome, on the long way home, an old friend from the airwaves, Sharad Sharma. Sharad Sharma, welcome to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Welcome to the long way home. Thank you so much. I don't know where to start. You've got a fantastic place, first of all. Congratulations. It's brilliant. Thanks. Yeah, i to
0: make it as cozy and... Sort of uh, conducive to informal get-togethers with with nice people, mm. whole-hearted, chill out, unaffected people. Right. You can come down here and sit down, play a few records. Um, yeah.
2: I think we'll start with that. Why not? Yeah. Mm. So, vinyl. Tell me all. So before the days of uh,
0: Spotify and Apple Music and Amazon Music and MP3 and everything before the days of CD yeah there were only two mediums available to us yes one was the cassette recorder yeah the cassette tape and one was the record aka yes. vinyls right and i would i have built my collection walking into Stores in CP, uh, seeing records of Led Zepp, Deep Purple, ABBA, Julio <laughs> Iglesias, Diana Ross, just all the classics of that era. Um, yeah. Because it all it all came made limited, you know. The right. music was was decided by the guy who was importing, like the Gramophone Record Company of yeah. India, yeah, HMV, yeah. yeah. So they would obviously feed us, uh, feed us, meaning as the consumer, right. music that they thought what we would like. Right. Right. <laughs> that explains OCB sign <laughs> Yeah, OCB sign Correct. Absolutely. Jesus and Christ. only ABBA, and you know, yeah, know. ten <laughs> albums of ABBA, ten variants. So yeah. so yeah, it was. But there was another good source of music, yeah. and that was uh, through the cassette tape yes. that came from all the foreigners, the hippies, yeah. who would pass through Delhi. Yes. And these guys would actually uh, give their music to all the DU guys, students, and you know, they obviously yeah. hang out with them and all the, the uh, Korol Bagh areas where they would yes. hang out. So, and each person would get a tape and he'd make a copy right, and he'd give it to his friends. Yes. And then he would make a copy and give yes. it to his friends. So by the time you would get a copy, it was maybe twelve generations <laughs> old, and analog. You can imagine, right? How oh, yeah. how screwed up the the, the replications would have been. Yeah. But still, we heard our music. Absolutely. You know, I had one of the old uh, cassette players yes. with one speaker. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, you put that cassette in. It's got hiss. the yeah. the, the treble has gone. There's yeah. barely any bass. It's just mid-range. But TDK. Yet, yeah, TDK and C90s of Sony and all that, and. Uh, but still, you enjoyed and you relished our good, goes. wholesome 70s rock and rock and roll that came through. So,
2: The Biker Radio
0: Broadcast.
2: Listen, connect, ride right on.
0: Hi, I'm Sharad Sharma and this is The Long Way Home. I was lucky that I was in a ho- household that my, my dad was very uh, enthusiastic about music. Really?
2: What was he listening to?
0: So, he was listening to, to his rock and rock and roll and, you know, Bill Haley and the Comets and hmm. Elvis and, uh, hmm. you know, the the usual... Um, well, that's pretty progressive. What and, was dad up to? Um, he used to work in a company called Cheer Tires. Oh, yeah, of yeah, course. Yeah. So, he was in the marketing division of that. But he, his heart lay in a lot of other things. His interests were varied and
2: um so i am a chip of the old block he was a biker by the way i have been stalking around yeah and i noticed what is the r
0: the r 60 by 6 and the r 51 by 3 yeah right that's I the did 1950 spot them. 51 bmw single sprung seat saddle yeah. that my dad would uh, go to college in can't even believe it yeah in the 50s so he was quite the star he was quite the man about town you know I was uh-huh. interviewing Sheila Dixit uh-huh. on uh, on my morning show mm. and I told her that I am um, my dad's pet name was Mathu and I said I'm Mathu's son so she was like first thing mm. She asked me, "Sir, how are the motorcycles? <laughs> did she ever get a ride on it? Uh, of course. She did. <laughs> yeah. Of course. And she had very fond memories. She became a giggly girl. Yeah. <laughs> as she reminisced about her days in St. Stephen's and yeah. my dad. and No, she motorcycle. was Miranda, I think. What? She was Miranda, yes. I think she was Miranda. Uh, she was I remember, Miranda.
2: I remember doing an interview with her. Yeah, yeah. she was Miranda, correct.
0: Yeah. yeah, so I get my biking from my dad. So I the get motorcycle my was always there at home? Always. Still them. Mm. Mm. In fact at one time he had four. Four BMWs. So did you want to be dad? Of course. Right. Completely. Yeah. And when I uh, came of age, yeah, I just told him Monday I'm dad I'm taking the BMW I'm, out. Yeah. And my mom threw a shit fit. Uh. And uh, she's like, Ramesh, how, what, what have you done? Now he's going to go onto the road, he's going to fall and oh my God. And you know, there was a big <laughs> tamasha in the house. And my dad looked at her and he said, look, I did it. He also has to do it.
2: Right. Wow. Awesome. <laughs>
0: there is no other way. So he looks at me, he just chucks the keys. I catch him and I'm like, okay.
2: Oh, you had a cool dad.
0: Very. You had a very cool, cool dad. dad. He had a private pilot's license. Okay. So he would fly from the Sabda Jung Flying Club. Yes. The Tiger Moth, mm-hmm. the aircraft. He would mm-hmm. fly to the St. Stephen's Tower, St. Stephen's campus. Hmm. And he would tell his girlfriends, on a Sunday morning, I'm going to come and I'm going to fly past the tower. Uh, that's plural. Girlfriends. Okay. Fly past the tower. So all these girls, they'd be like, or there's a man in Run the sky age, He's <laughs> buzzing the tower of Saint Stephen's. Wow. So yeah, I so when my dad passed away, I remember talking about this. Uh, 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 the Chawtha. Okay. And um, without making a fuss or whatever, he never talked about it to me. I heard these stories from his friends, by the way. Okay. Yeah. And um, how he was. The best dancer in town, you know, he was a technical whiz. He could disassemble Mm. his motorcycle to pieces and put it back. Um, Great with photography. Um, Mm. He loved his music. He loved his socializing. See, my dad was an orphan. He became an orphan at the age of six. But my grandfather left a trust because Mm. he knew he was going. He had diabetes Mm. in those days. So he built a trust and, you know, to, to ensure that uh, My my dad and his brothers Would be looked after mm. So those scars Obviously carry on You know right. When you're orphaned And you know you, you obviously have a void In your life And right. you try to fill it up With a lot of things And uh, ultimately I, I had a love-hate Relationship with him mm. But um, You know When I um, Spoke at his uh, Chautha I I kind of realized That look He did the best He knew how to do mm. And uh, So you made uh, peace with Oh, yeah. I did. I really did. I, I finally got full closure. Awesome. In my own uh, heart, and soul. And I was like, you know, Dad, thank you yeah, for everything. Man. It was just it was awesome. Yeah, so... So, you're your dad. So, I, 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 I slipped into his shoes unknowingly.
2: Right. Well, so, the photography is on display on your walls and it's brilliant. Thank you. Yeah. It's this I get all from him, yeah. Fantastic. I mean, I walk into your house before ringing the bell. There it is. There's a Buddha outside. Yeah. It's very nice.
0: Thank you. Yeah. You noticed. <laughs> of course I did. Yeah, you're a man with a keen eye. You know, you know my cook's name <laughs> without me telling you. You are an entertainer, dude. <laughs> yeah, I, was, I have been thrown into that predicament out
2: of my own choice. Yes. It's, you're a musician. Yeah. And this is something that you've chosen. Very few people do that. No one does that. No one does that. Very. And no one does that after having done so much. Yes.
0: No one. People ask me, are you stupid? Are you mad? You threw away television career. You better
2: career. be stupid and you better be mad. You know? yeah. There's no other way you can. <laughs>
0: yeah. I threw away a, a thriving television career. Absolutely. Thriving. i tell you something. Mm. Life, for me, mm. it starts from here. From your heart. From my heart, okay. Mm. And if I don't feel it here, no, then I can't do it. No matter how much I try. So television lasted for about 15 years, off and on.
2: Bonjour, just we Hashim Kayum, a wu Kute Piker Radio
3: Broadcast.
2: On the long way home this time, we're with television impresario, actor, musician, songwriter and now a Delhi nightlife entertainer, Sharad Sharma. But let's take a moment off to let you in on an issue that concerns us all as people and that is the single use of plastic bottles. Now, I was speaking to Vijay Santosh Kumar of Royal Enfield Rides and he shared an initiative called the Leave Every Place Better campaign. So, this is what happens, right? Every season, about a 1,000 tourists visit Ladakh. At 3 liters a day, each person, we consume about 3,000 single-use plastic bottles, 90,000 a month and therefore over a million a year. Whoo! So plastic and non-biodegradable waste is stealing the joy and the beauty of these amazing destinations in our country. And today on the show, we'll share with you a few easy-peasy steps that we can take to ensure that we lower our consumption of single-use plastic and leave every place better. Okay, so the first one is very simple. It's a water bottle. A simple step that will help us reduce the number of plastic bottles that we buy ourselves. And apparently, Santosh and his team tried this one out. So what they did was they have set up a few water refilling stations between Manali and Leh at uh, I think every Royal Enfield service center and along the popular routes in Ladakh to offer drinking water to riders. So if you're headed out to Leh or you're planning to, remember a water bottle is the simplest tool to beat single-use plastic waste. On the long way home on Biker Radio Broadcast, I'm Shandy and if you're ready, bottoms up. With Sharad Sharma And I got talking to him About how I ran into him Almost 25 years ago When I was a green on myself On All India Radio FM In New Delhi Hi, I'm Sharad Sharma And this is The Long Way Home The last time uh, we met Was hmm. nearly 25 years back 25 years Almost Long time ago 96 1996 1996 is when I joined radio yeah, All India Radio New Delhi FM, and I saw you. Yeah, with Times FM coming in,
0: doing my morning show. The amazing long playing hour. I was I uh, was given a prime time slot. Awesome. That's um, my first radio break, and I was like, "Are you guys sure? Do you guys even know what you're doing?" I mean, you know, <laughs> dude, I've never I've never been a broadcaster. Yeah. Ever, and um, so they said, "Look, you seem to have a good knowledge of music from, yes, yeah. primarily seventies and 60s. Yeah. And so we need someone like you, because there are not many. All the guys are very young, and you know, like. So I was 29 years old Hmm. at that time. Yeah, I was 29. I was married. I had two kids, Hmm. and uh, this break came into my hands, and I was like, "Yeah, let's go for it." Yeah, and um, they auditioned me on air. Hmm. I had a script written down. Hmm. (laughs) Can you imagine? Yeah, I can imagine (laughs) script. (laughs) So I, I sort of, I don't know how I bungled through that, but yeah. um, they just wanted to know whether he's going to uh, fumble yeah. or he's going to freeze up yeah. and freak Did out and no I didn't. You Some, didn't? No. Oh Somehow God. I was, that's uh, awesome. you know you, when you get thrown in the deep end, no. Oh, yeah. you muster up the courage and uh, things just come together Yeah, and um, that's how I've always been as a person. That's you awesome. throw me into a corner where I have two choices, either to sink Hmm. or to swim
1: yeah.
0: and uh, I've always swum always no matter what because when I was a young kid yeah I was thrown into such a <coughs> predicament really and I sank what was it I was asked to stand up in a in a common room yeah. in, in, in a boarding school you know how the new kids when they join uh-huh. so everybody has to get up and sing a song right and for me that was Worse than being executed in front of a million people, I got up, and they said, "Come on now, Sharad, you will sing a song." And I froze up, and I did not utter a word. So after a while, about you know, 20, 30 seconds, they said, "Okay, now can you get singing already?" And then you know, I, and I even clamped up more. And um, by the end of it, they realized, "Okay, this is a guyganey." Joke sonade Woh bhi nikla. Huh. They say ya naach kar le. Kuch kar lo. Huh. And I just Stood there Frozen like a like a petrified statue <laughs> And um, When they got me down from there I remember this shame that I felt Right. I was 12 years old Okay And I said you know never again in my life huh. Am I ever hmm. Going to Except defeat. Wow, you had just joined uh, the school, yeah. the boarding school mm-hmm. and uh, ever since then, whatever depend, right, swim. Wow. And somewhere from somewhere deep down inside, the energy, the strength and the skill <laughs> somehow <laughs> lands up. <laughs> That's so brilliant. Do believe that. you know we are actually we all have it in, our, in us each of us.
2: Yeah, but then some of us are a little cocky. (laughs) So, I remember the first time I did my show at All India Radio FM. I thought I was the next thing Delhi was going to get. You were Howard Stern. Yeah, I was like in Uh, with it. You are coming. I am coming. So, I go on air and screw it up (laughs) big time. (laughs) Okay, (laughs) Realizing that and what you said and what went on air and what you thought you would say, they're all complete different parts of the triangle and you're mm. basically a, you're an ass. Mm. And you better come to terms with that.
0: <laughs> nothing ever happens without preparation. Yeah. i a—I made, made a lot of blunders like this without adequately preparing myself. I remember I went for an All India Radio audition. Mm. They were looking for radio jocks and um, I walked in there and I'm like, you know, no script, nothing, I'm now an experienced radio hand. I landed up there, the audition started and uh, I completely bungled it up totally, like blew it. I was, yeah, I knew I wasn't going to get it. The minute I walked out of there, I was like, I said, I won't wala But anyway, but having said that, I think life has taken me on a wonderful journey because I got television after that.
3: I can't do that bit in the Indian accent. <laughs> No English is fine. Your accent, they like it in India. Another accent, thonpasan, <laughs> thonpasan.
1: Accent,
2: There we go, Asha Auntie. There from our trip to the UK. Same time last year when Biker Radio Podcast won the Wickers Award, making it India's first international award-winning podcast. So, congratulations to this year's winners. E.B. Caputo for The Perfect Match and Naveen Samreji for Hummingbird Stories. Welcome on board. Fame and fortune be yours. On the show today, we're with reluctant celebrity Sharad Sharma. Some call him India's George Clooney, but I find a bit of Lucky Ali in him as well. So Sheru used to work as an RG on the Mesa Long Playing Hour on Times FM Delhi. And around the same time, I hosted the Jay Guitar Matchless Music Hour on AIR FM. And while I had a face perfect for radio, Sharad was clearly television material. Welcome back on the Biker Radio Broadcast. I'm Shandy and we have Sharad Sharma on The Long Way Home.
0: Hi, Hi. I'm Sharad Sharma, Sharma and this is The Long Way Home. home. I got a call from my friend who was a producer at Times FM yeah. and she said NDTV is looking for anchors. Oh wow. Can you please call this number? Yeah. So I called mm. and they called me for an audition. Mm. Two days later they called me and they said uh, well, we've chosen you as the anchor for Good Morning India.
2: Wow. And tell us about Good Morning India. What is it?
0: So, Good Morning India was India's first breakfast show, right? Which was conceived by Pranoy Roy himself, right, Dr. Roy, right? And uh, it was uh, completely based on Good Morning America, right? Same format, except it's on NDTV. No, at that time, NDTV was not a channel.
2: Oh, that was still not a channel.
0: It was not a channel. This is pre-channel days. This is we uh, used this is to broadcast on Star Plus.
2: Oh, okay. Yeah,
0: and Star Plus was still an English channel. Yes. So morning slot was with uh, NDTV, they were the producers. Correct. And uh, so I started this stint. So the funny thing is, this is very interesting. So uh, someone told me, by the way, you have to report for work at 3.30 in the morning. Right. So I said, no, that can't be possible. I only wake up at 10, 9.30, yeah. 10. That's my time of waking up about 8 on a good yeah. day. So they said, no, you have to be there at 3.30. Yeah. So when I'd signed the contract and everything, a really fat paycheck, and I really negotiated a very good deal, I went up to the producer, uh, Smita Chakraborty, who is now the uh, head of NETV, all the channels. At that time, you know. Right. So I said, "What time do I report to work?" Yeah. She said, "Why?" I said, "I've been told it's at 3:30 in the morning." Yeah. She said, "Yeah." I said, and you forgot to mention this little detail yeah. that I have to be a night owl, like a like a night choquidar, I have to not yeah. sleep and land up at, at duty at three thirty. I said, yeah. Who gets to work at three thirty in the morning? Are you shitting me? Right. She said, But listen, you have to do it. I said, No, I don't have to do it, I'm not doing it. Right. She said, No, but you have to I said, No, I'm not, I'm sorry, this three thirty morning doesn't work for me. This is ridiculous. Right. So remember we had this conversation right there at the desk and she said, Listen, you just get you'll get used to it. Okay. Just now just come and do it. Yeah. I said, Okay Smita, I'll try it out. If I if it's not working for me, I'm leaving the show. Yeah. And um yeah. So I started out. I said go to bed by eight o'clock or try to go to bed. Right. Sleep wouldn't come right. before ten. Yeah. I'd be up at two, yeah. two thirty. My coffee. Um three thirty I'd be in office, uh four thirty, whatever preparation by 5 a.m. we would roll mm. and every time the tape finished, a guy in a motorcycle, mm. a rider would take that tape, mm. go to Doordarshan mm. and bung it into their player right. so to up, uplink it right. because in those days no broad, no private uh, entity could uplink. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, it was all done analog man, there was yeah. you know, a guy on a motorcycle. Wow. Full circle? Full circle, baby. So, riding through to get the tape on air and whatever. So, so Good Morning India lasted for two years. Acha. Vairam, uh, after six months, my physical uh, state was quite, uh, you know, very, very um, disheveled by the end of it because, you know, barely get any sleep and night right. owl sort of a routine. So, and I went to Dr. This? Roy's room and I said, Huh. Doc, I cannot do this anymore. Yeah. I'm sorry, but yeah. I am throwing in the towel. Yeah. I have no social life. I have no sex life. Yeah. I have no life. Right. I'm sorry, man. So, he's like, what are you worried about? Now we're going live. We've got the licenses to broadcast live. Right, exactly. You can come to work at 5.30 in the morning. Yeah. Oh. I said, whoa. Whoa. I said, that's nice. Mm. That's really cool, man. I said, <laughs> that's, that's better. That's convenient. <laughs> 5.30 I can do. Yeah. So, Good Morning India became my biggest um, stint on television as an anchor. Yes. I interviewed every celebrity under the sun, yeah. including the likes of John Bon Jovi and Steven Seagal and uh, wow. uh, Richard Branson. And um, that would have been fun. Yeah. Richard Branson was quite an interesting character, actually. he uh, I remember sitting in the office, I was wanting to meet Dr. Roy for some work. Oh. And in walked Branson, okay? Oh. And I don't know what happened. I looked at him and I just got up and I said, Hello, Mr. Branson. <laughs> and he just turned around and said, Hello, young man. How are you? And we just stood there and we shook hands and he mm-hmm. was like, you know. Um, <laughs> I said, first time in India? He said, no, I've been very often to India. I said, yeah. well, excellent. You know, I've been here a while too myself. <laughs> so, like he really met me so yeah. warmly. I'm like, Wow how nice to be treated yeah. with respect Absolutely. by a man of such 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 caliber and you know so much wealth and so much fame and yes that was the one single moment i'll never forget i've I met every really celebrity imagine. in india you know every indian celebrity who come repeatedly to the show and but that one meeting with richard branson i will mm-hmm. never forget wow i said now that is a man Hi, my name is Mark Willsmore from
2: Ace Cafe, London on Biker Radio Rodcast. Hey, welcome back. So if you got go on your schedule or uh, you're considering it, here's something that can get you a dinner for two or motorcycle rentals or even merchandise from the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe where they also have a store and a service and rental center. And uh, guys, the party's on us just hop in. All you have to do is post a photograph of your city's must-do with a caption explaining what it is. And remember to tag us and the Garage Cafe handles, which are at the rate Biker Radio Broadcast and at the rate Enfield Garage Cafe. And remember to add the hashtag Must Do in Goa and post it on your Instagram. Well, a registration for the must-do contest is open at the Biker Radio Broadcast. This week, we have three sets of prizes. All right, So get ready. Now, let's get Webhov to give you a buzz from the Garage Cafe, the must-do in Goa.
3: Hi, this is Webhov from the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe, the must-do in Goa. We've uh, said goodbye to the monsoons practically. The sun is shining and the beers are chilling. I'll uh, fill you in on the next two weeks here. We've got... uh, an interesting set of speakers, storytellers for the Sunday stories on the 15th and at the end of the month we are organizing the distinguished gentleman's ride from the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe we're hoping to have an eclectic mix of uh, riders on all sorts of motorcycles all dressed dapper and let's not forget our regular the Tuesdays and Fridays uh, live music with uh, a rounded lineup of uh, bands So swing by and uh, we assure you a good time. Cheers. This is once again the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe, the must-do in Goa. Time to get back on The Long Way Home with Sharad Sharma,
2: a.k.a. Sheru, featuring on the 43rd episode of the Biker Radio Broadcast. I'm Shandy.
0: Hi, Hi. I'm Sharad Sharma, Sharma. and this is The Long Way Home. Magazine started to approach me to write articles. Uh, I got invited to... Really fancy parties. Yes. I became an important person. You know, mm. people wanted to hang out with me, and right. you know, they wanted to be around. You know, how it is the really? whole celebrity thing, sort of, sort of taking right. over. But I was kind of averse to that. That I said, yeah. you know, this is all fake. Mm. That they're doing this because just because I'm on air. Mm. It's the job. Mm. It's not me. Mm. And I've always so been you figured one. figured that out. Hmm? You figured that out. That I could see. You figured that out. Yeah, yeah. That was evident. I mean, I said people you, who I've known, known in Delhi for like eons yeah. and suddenly they're calling me up and suddenly I, I'm being invited to all those fancy parties in town and you know, mm. hobnobbing with the who's who.
2: Didn't I, get sucked in.
0: I said, you all are fucking frauds, man. Mm. You don't care a shit about me. Right. You care about my so- the brand that the I The jacket I wear. The jacket I'm wearing is what you're pandering to. So why the hell should I waste my time with you? Because I know this job. The minute it leaves me, you're gonna forget me. Yeah. So fuck you. Yeah. Bagarov, I um. I saw that very clearly.
2: Wow, that's amazing.
0: And uh, where
2: you where do you get that from?
0: You know, mom um, or dad. That would be. I think my father.
2: Wow. Because he didn't put up
0: with anyone's crap. Okay. He didn't take, get taken in by any of this societal nonsense. Yeah. Uh, his friends were solid, homegrown, died in the wool. Right. Uh, you know, um, solid human beings.
2: Because that's solid fortification, you know? Yeah. Otherwise, you, if you just take that wrong road, mm. you, you get sucked into it very badly.
0: Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And then it becomes like a, like a drug.
2: It becomes a drug. I've seen people kill themselves. Yeah, remember the chap who jumped off uh, the Oberoi hotel Yeah. one of us remember him yeah i forget his name faintly i remember but i i remember today when i think about it it's probably you know you're very sensible to be able to take that decision that that fortification is amazing thank you because it can just go wrong
0: very wrong and then you you make the wrong decisions yeah for the wrong reasons yeah what seems right then? What I, seems correct, uh, right? It's
2: striptease. Yeah. At that point in time, it's like I'm gonna get her, mm. and then after that,
0: <laughs> mm. then it's like a free fall. Yeah. So yeah. So when television was like, I was peaking as an anchor. Hmm. I could have taken this forward, you know. Hmm. But then again, um, there's an, uh, there's an adventurer in me, hmm. which keeps cropping up. Hmm. And I said, okay, now I want to start my own channel and I want to be a Dr. Roy. You know, yes. It's not enough being a anchor. I want to be him. Yeah. So, two anchors, my co-anchor, hmm. myself, and a news anchor, hmm. three of us will be in the morning. We decided we'll leave NDTV and we'll start our own um, Citadel, so to right. speak. Right, right. And uh, we started out, we sent a press release, I remember, to 20 newspapers. Mm. Because we are leaving Dr. Roy's NDTV and we're gonna start our own thing. Mm. I got covered that day, the next day, in 17 newspapers mm. that these guys are leaving. Mm. I mean, which press didn't, which newspaper didn't carry us. Mm. I was like, whoa, that important, huh? <laughs> anyway, uh, the project, the the venture did not take off as i had envisioned okay as uh, we had a lot of funding opportunities but i think when you have three people with the same skill set right trying to do to create a a, a a conglomerate of sorts yeah it can never work you have right. to have people one is a good marketeer, one is a good finance one one's good with the content so you have to have different yeah. Uh, Otherwise, skill sets. Otherwise, the same people doing the same thing, right? Yeah. So we did a couple of productions, everything, but yeah, the the project was, I think, was doomed from day one. Okay. And uh, when that happened, I got a stint to to go to Dubai with Ten Sports. Okay. I took that. Mm. Um, I'd started my production company by then. Mm. I was making some websites. I was doing a lot of corporate filmmaking work. Okay. Uh, photography. I started with photography actually after that soon. so so I'm a creative person completely, right? It took me a while to realize that actually. Yes. and um, I say you know that people like us, uh, we have to be fueled by our heart and we have to be fueled with passion.
2: Would you call it passion? Would you call it insecurity?
0: The Biker Radio
2: Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride right
0: on. Uh, <laughs> never insecurity. N- never insecurity. I don't have this need to be accepted. So you see these prints on the wall? Okay. So these were shot in 2007. Okay. All of them pretty much, 2007, 2008, where I really worked as a creative uh, photographer. Right. This is the first time mm. those photographs are, are coming on print. And this happened two weeks ago. Okay. And I realized that if I don't put these up on print, I will never ever take myself seriously as a photographer. Because when you see them on a computer and you see them mounted and properly printed out, yeah. you know, then you realize that, that you have something. Because see, you always doubt yourself, right? Yeah. Uh, which is probably where your insecurity question that's, comes from. That's,
2: that's, or you go back to that boy who stood up and froze. Yeah. I froze then. You froze then and that cannot ever go away. That's what fuels your... me. It's in my DNA. It is in your DNA, right? It's there. So, if you don't realize that it's that boy... (laughs) So, that's why the question was, is it passion or is it insecurity? It's it's very hard to say it's insecurity. That means that you're an insecure person and that sounds so, so yucky. awful. That's awful. Well it was it was okay, to uh, answer your
0: question, it would be fear. Fear. Yeah. That am I good enough?
2: Right, exactly.
0: Are my photographs worthy? Right. Is this something that people will laugh at? Yeah. So all these thoughts went through my head. right? And uh, I wanted to print them out and put them in my home because mm-hmm. you know that's the safest place to actually start out for. Personal um, gallery. So, like, a, to, as opposed to going to a gallery. So I had a friend who looked at me and said, you know, so I don't know if they'll sell. And, you know, I don't know. So of fueled the doubts in my head. Yeah. And at that point, I'm like, OK, man, you know, if he's saying that and it was stupid, but I suppose everything has a time and place. Mm. So, I bought that story mm. uh, and I um, just shelved the whole thing and I just let it be. Mm. This is 2008. okay. And this was the time when Arnab Goswami gave me a call. Mm. So, there might be on our television between 2000 and 2008. Mm. My stints on TV were you know, on and very, and very on and off. Yeah,
2: you were popping in and out. Yeah,
0: hopping in and out. Because um, by then, I think maybe I'd had my fill of television. and you know i was like i need to do something that yeah. fuels the creativity television is not creative i'm yeah. a, i'm an anchor i'm i'm talking to you about this guy made a movie and you know he he did really well and this guy made a song and he's doing really good and you know now i'm talking to him and you know but what about me You're man? the tour guide yeah i'm the tour guide but what about me what about yeah. what about the stuff i created right so 2008 i got an offer to be in bombay Mm. with uh, Ornob, mm. Times Now. Right. I said, okay man, let's All go right. back into it. Mm. So when I signed that contract, mm. I landed up in Bombay. Mm. I walk out of the airport mm. and I remember it was um, Ganesh Chaturthi. <laughs> Same time. Mm. I get out of the airport. Mm. There is a Times Now crew waiting for me. Mm. Bags are in the car. I haven't even offloaded. I've gone into the car. Yeah. We go straight to Chopati. Yeah. And I am with a mic and a camera person. Oh. And I'm doing live feeds right. straight to the studio. Awesome. With what's happening at uh, the Visarjan. Awesome. in I was like, whoa, that's I'm throwing the deep end again, isn't it? Yeah. And I hadn't faced the camera in f- four years. Right. And I was like, Okay, here we go. But yeah. you know, hey, that yeah. sink or swim, swim yeah. maybe. Oh. So times now, two thousand eight to two thousand ten, mm. I did four shows for them. I was doing the breakfast show, the morning show. I was doing a sports show. Then I said I want to do some more work. Right. I was hosting Times Drive, right? And then I was hosting a weekly night show called E Now. Right. Okay. Yeah, the entertainment show. Yeah, yeah. So I was on air like pretty much nonstop. So two thousand ten. October was my contract and I went to Ornab and I said, look, I want to renew, I want to do other stuff. I said, you make me do stuff which I'm not very happy with. <laughs> you make me read too much news. Yeah. I don't like news. Yeah. All oh my shit. So he said, we'll meet, we'll meet, we'll meet. And he kept postponing it. Mm. I've known him since NDTV days, okay? Right. And uh, I said, you have to renew, man. I can't go on like this. So he was like, yeah, yeah, yeah. He kept postponing. It. He didn't want to meet me. yeah. So one day I said um, sorry but mm. I asked you but you not you're not very forthcoming with me I don't know what your game plan is but I'm mm. moving I'm leaving I'm sorry mm. so I left I went to Daradun it was my silver jubilee reunion right. I met all the buddies and everything and uh, I had resigned my my job at Times Now by then yeah. and Arnold was sending me these nasty messages and I said you walked away from me and you know you you're a traitor, a betrayer I'm going to throw you in a hole in a hole Yes, that's it So I said, man, whatever you want to do, I want to do it I've gone to your studio And I get a call from uh, Mukesh Chabra. He's one of the biggest casting directors in Bollywood Right And he said there is a role for you in a movie called Rockstar
2: The Biker Radio Broadcast Listen, Connect Right on. No, that can't be bad, right? A role for you in Rockstar, now that's huge. Well, we'll find out more on Sharad, the movie star, in a bit. Right now, it's time to take a detour and head out on My Way, where we have Joshua John, Anita Krishnan and Dune Rider Anchal doing a recce for two-wheeled expeditions, which is an American company running inbound motorcycle tours in India. Let's hear it from a baked, fried and toasted Anita Krishnan on behalf of the joyriders in Jaisalmer. My Way
3: Hi, this is Anita Krishnan, I'm on a ride to Rajasthan and you're listening to Biker Radio broadcast and this is my way. This is my second day of the ride. The first day was uh, from Delhi to Jaipur but uh, via Abha Neri, uh, that is near Alvar. There's a step well over there, it's a very beautiful uh, place but it's it's really, really hot to ride right now. So, if you are riding in Rajasthan in this weather, uh, you need to ensure a lot of hydration. But, Rajasthan nonetheless is very beautiful. Great food and uh, very warm people. Right now, I am headed to Jodhpur. We are on NH uh, 112. And, we have just taken a small tea break. So, we did the Sambhar Lake today and we are on our way to Jodhpur. Exhausted, and how? (laughs) So I think the chai in Kullar is going to do the trick today. All right. We've covered about uh, approximately uh, 800 kilometers so far. And I'm riding here with uh, Joshua John and Achal from Dehradun. And we're having a fantastic time uh, on the road, although the heat is way too much but uh, I think it's great nonetheless. All three of us have been riding a Royal Enfield uh, Himalayan and uh, I think it's great to be riding this motorcycle and it's doing fantastic on the roads. It's day three and uh, we've been riding from Jodhpur to Jaisalmer and we stopped somewhere for lunch in between and had some authentic rajasthani kair sangri which is supposed to be cluster beans it looks like cluster beans but it isn't beans it's uh, something leafy and it tastes amazing so now we are off uh, to we're off on the road again and it is a 48 degrees crazy heat just stopping by to hydrate ourselves every 40 kilometers I have a feeling when I'm back from this ride, you are not going to be able to recognize me for sure. I'm at uh, Jaisalmer and uh, at the Khuri Sand Dunes. It is such a fantastic sight. It is so spectacular. I can't even start to tell you because uh, we've just been uh, bang on uh, time and we've just got the sunset here. And it is so, so, so gorgeous. And on a witchy, moonlit Friday the 13th night, out in Bikanir on NH11, Rajasthan, from a land fabled for its monarchs and queens and tales of souls lost in love and at war. This is Anita Krishnan on the Biker Radio broadcast. And this is My Way
2: my way Rajasthan is a microwave oven right now but you will soon see it change into this paradise that attracts visitors from all over the world and get ready for a string of festivals from this western state by the way if you want to hear yourself on the show whip out your phones and record your my way just like anita did and send us your audio whenever you find connectivity while you're on the ride to our whatsapp hive at 8920276675 you see what i did there whoa so your popcorn has been microwaved thanks to the september rajasthan sun and we're all set to zoom in for some lights camera and action with rockstar Sharad Sharma. Hi,
0: this is Sharad Sharma Sharma. and you're listening to The Piker Radio Broadcast. I get a call from uh, Mukesh Chhabra. He's one of the biggest casting directors in Bollywood. Right. And he said, there is a role for you in a movie called Rockstar. I said, oh yeah? Really? (laughs) With what? What am I doing? He said, you're going to play the father of Nargiswakri. I said, who is she? Yeah. She's starring opposite Ranbir Kapoor. Right. Intiaz Ali is the director. Yes. Okay. I said, where do you want to audition? He said, I'm at um, NSD. I landed up and I said, yeah, what do you want me to do? He said, talk to the camera. I said, about what? He said, about yourself. I said, okay, roll it. I talked. (laughs) Come on. (laughs) Yeah, I've been (laughs) doing that all my life. Talk to the camera, fine. Talk to the camera. So I talked and uh, I get a call about three days later, he said, you're on for this movie. Mm. So, go meet Imtiaz in Bombay. Mm. So, I went back and I went to meet Imtiaz at uh, some school. Was it was a cathedral school or one of the schools um, where they were shooting that open air concert sequence. Mm-hmm. So, I'm waiting in Imtiaz Ali's van and uh, Imtiaz walks in. He said, hi. I said, hi. Uh, he said, you're here for? I said, for Nargis Fakri's father's role. So, he looks at me, he says, but, you're like really young, yeah? Yeah. <laughs> I said, but I'm sent here by the <laughs> casting director, so you know, you tell me. Yeah. So he said, look, I, I, I'm I, looking for a slightly older, you know, look and I, I, how can I cast you like this, you know? I, I said, yeah, fair mm. enough. I hear you, brother. Yeah. Nice meeting you. Mm. I'll see you. I walked out. Mm. So I get a call from Mukesh Shabra that evening. He says, uh, you're on. Yeah. I said, I don't think so. I have just been rejected by the director. <laughs> from the horse's mouth, I got it. So he says no, you're on. I said, yeah. He said, no, you'll get a call in the evening. Ah. Tomorrow you have to fly to Delhi. I said, OK, if you say so. That evening I get a call. Mm. Sir, can you be on the morning flight to Delhi? I said, mm. yeah. Mm. I said, for the role? He said, mm. yeah. Mm. I land up in Delhi from the airport. I go straight to the Saket uh, market where Manish Malhotra is measuring me e. for my outfits. Right. I'm in the market. Huh? Right. I'm like, is this for real? Yeah. What's happening, man? I'm like, I'm going to be in a movie. Surreal. And um, then we start, we were shooting Hmm. three houses down from here. Oh, right here? Right here. Roundabout. There's a house there. Okay. The shooting was happening there. And I was brought in here. By the way, we are
2: in Friends Colony.
0: Right. Friends Colony West. And that's where the shooting happened. One of the homes, literally. 100 yards down this from this place yeah and uh, the first time I remember facing the camera now this is a movie set mm. there's Anil Mehta mm. top grade cinematographer
2: yes
0: there's Mimtiaz Ali top A grade director right there's Sharnas Patel <laughs> veteran actor yes. of, of for 25 years Yeah. and there's Sharaj Sharma who's <laughs> never been on the film set I'm <laughs> looking around Oh, I said, this is surreal, man. Yeah. So, um, I had a couple of the lines to, to say. My only lines in the movie. Yeah. And uh, action. And somehow, sink or swim. Right. Gotta swim, baby. Right. Gotta swim. Yeah. And I swam. You and swam pretty well. Yeah. I, I Apparently so. I don't know. Yeah. I was told. That, you yeah. know, that's pretty good, man. You guys for the first time... Think he was very good, subdued. You know, you were you were not overacting. So I was like, okay. And they were flooded with messages. Oh my God, you're in a movie with this, and that, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, whoa. All that reminiscence of you know that uh-huh. now you're a celebrity and now uh-huh. all, all that. I was like, oh god, it's back. That all nonsense is going to start and you know, uh, suddenly you become important with people and once again, once again. I was like, no, man. Please, let me be. I don't want this, this facade of, yeah. of uh, societal acceptance via being a celebrity of yeah. some sort. Then I got student of the year. Achha. Yeah, I was Alia Bhatt's father in that. Alia okay. Bhatt's first role. Yeah. And I remember sitting in that scene where there's Alia Bhatt, there's Karan Johar, he's directing. Yeah. And um, I didn't even see my role. I didn't right. even see the, my, the film after it released. Right. right. I was like, I'm not even going to watch it. Right. And I didn't even watch it. Right. So um, that thing happened. Then I got a couple of offers. I did some ad films. Um, then I did a role in Made in Heaven on mm. Netflix. Okay. Produced by Zoya Akhtar. And okay. So I had a small role. I had a beard by then, by then. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah. Full beard. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I had a beard. And Saldan they told pepper. me, will you shave it? I said, no, I will not shave it. Mm. But then we can't cast you. I said, then don't cast me. Mm. They called, come, ah. come with the beard.
2: <laughs> oh, it works that way, huh? Uh, yeah. yeah.
0: When you say, that, take
2: Stay me off. the way I am.
0: Yeah. Or fuck whatever. off. Fuck off. Went through the whole process, and you know, by then I was like, I've been on a set so often. I I know the routine. I know how frustrating it is. I know how painful it is. And you know, I said, this is not what I want to do. Right. This is not my life. And um, then suddenly, my dad passed away in 2013. Yeah. Oh really? Yeah. That was a bit of a shock because all of a sudden, like you know, he had a heart attack and he was gone. Mm. And um, I, I was really not in a good space. So mm. my brother called me to Dehradun. He said, "Come, mm. stay with me, do some yoga." Mm. So I went to Dehradun, mm. and I did some yoga, mm. and. Uh, My wife says, are you going to come back? I said, I don't Mm. think so, not yet. I want to stay on. Mm. So I stayed on in there Okay. For eight months. Okay. By myself. Right. I had my motorcycle there. Right. Every second, third day, I would ride up to the mountains. I'd have chai and little dhabas I had found along the the Mussoorie, the Road. Right. And I lived a very Puritan life. I would sleep by 10 o'clock. I wasn't mm. drinking, no smoking, mm. no TV, mm. I was barely socializing and I was feeling younger and um, I was so happy. Then I came back to Delhi in
2: 2015 and that's when the hermit returned. Hmm, the hermit.
3: Hi, this is Mandy Marwa and you're listening to Biker Radio broadcast.
2: During my
0: sabbatical, mm. I figured out mm. what I didn't want in my life. Oh, did you? I said, what, what do I want? Uh, so I was still in two minds, uh, rather unsure. I came back and I said, what am I going to do now, man? Eat. You know, I've come this far halfway through my life. 50, okay. 50 was coming up. What next? Right. Well, what is the next phase here? So the friend of mine who a very successful filmmaker, he said, I have this film that I've done. I need music for it. I said, oh. Any what kind of music? Just instrumental stuff. I said, okay. Mm. So I put on my laptop, mm. bought myself a software called Logic Pro, mm. bought a little keyboard, mm. and I started tinkering around. And uh, before you know it, I had made six soundtracks for him. Sent it to him. He said, "Can you change it around?" I said, "Yeah, change it around this, that, that." I had a combination of you know computer-generated music, guitars, and everything. Right. And I had collect a lot of equipment, you know, as an amateur because you're interested in music. You always keep playing, and you know, I've been an amateur musician since I was a young lad. Yeah, absolutely. And I uh, saw the photographs. Mm. <laughs> so finally, I, um, I, I said, yeah, here's the stuff, and he loved it. And therein started, I set up a studio um, at a home that I have in G K too. was mm. visited me. Right and I set up a studio there. I would go there every day. I started writing my own music, composing. Mm. I produced it, I learned how to master, produce, everything. Wow. Uh, just trial and error, using YouTube, buying books off the internet. Right. And uh, finally I, I had enough skill to be able to move into a really comfortable space as a producer and a composer. Right. And uh, then I said, but listen, I am a performer.
2: Right, exactly. I need
0: to perform. I can't be yeah. cooped up in a room. Yeah. So I um started to I said, okay, I gotta get out there somehow. Hmm. I don't have a band. Hmm. Musicians in Delhi don't know me. They would not be with me. Yeah. But so I found my computer. I got hmm. this software which generates a backing track. Right. Okay. I said I got my vocals, I got my guitar, I got my bass drums, keyboards coming out of that. Hmm and I rehearsed for six months. Every day, I'd go and play songs. I bought up my guitaring skills, my singing skills. Your guitaring
2: skills are pretty good now.
0: Mm,
2: that was I've all seen those. those A lot of hard work. A <laughs> lot <laughs> of hard work. I've, I've seen those high-end leads. Yes. They're, they're sounding pretty cool. Thanks, mate. So that's, that's all Riaz for awesome. hours. And at 49, to start that,
0: but not forty-nine. It's, I'm talking about fifty. Acha. Oh, well,
2: that's or that's 50. brilliant. Yeah.
0: So I, I mean, f- that's good news for fifty-year-olds, right? Oh yeah. Trust me. Whatever you couldn't do when you were young. Yeah. And I mean, whatever. Yeah. You can do it now. Right. So I, my birthday is on twentieth of December. And ah, I, Sagittarius. Yes. Sagittarius. Yeah. Exactly. So I had a party. I called about a hundred fifty of my friends. I was in Marani Bagh this. And I had a small, and I had a garden as well. So I set up a stage with hmm. the stereo up and everything, the sound hmm. system, hmm. and I called all my friends. Hmm. I said it's an evening of blues and booze. Oh yeah. <laughs> so they all came. They said they knew that I have, I have my strong interest in music. Yeah. So they all lined it up. Yeah. And I played for three hours. Wow. And I the repertoire was. Oh classic rock, rock and roll yes. and blues, all the giants, Eric Clapton, Santana, yeah. Leonard Skinner, um, Bill Withers, um, uh, Al Stewart, yes. um, just name it. It was all good old some music. And uh, from there a friend of mine who's a member of the Gymkhana Club, he looks at me, mm. he says, you want to do this at the club? <laughs> I said, "Yeah." yeah. And one week later, I get this gig at the Jinkana Club hmm. then they called me the next week they said them singer is uh, he's backed away. can you fill in I said yeah of course yeah next week I went back and it just spread like that and people started calling me for their personal you know parties yeah, and gigs I was like, yeah come and play man you yeah, know, you know sure. I've played in drawing rooms I've played yeah. at uh, bars I've played at pubs and, and now you
2: play all over the city
0: yes I do and with a band yes. So the You've band sinned. So I have oh yes I have you had called. a band finally So I had a band At and the least, band is called Sharad and the Sinners
2: Hi this is Harshwan Rai and you are listening to the Baikyo Radio broadcast Aurangpur <laughs> se nikli gali
1: Delhi chale hole hole Kya bola Jaipur se nikli gali दिल्ली चले होले होले हाई स्पीड से गई जान तो हाई स्पीड का मतलब तेज रफ्तार फिर से बोलता हूँ जयपुर से निकली गाड़ी दिल्ली चले होले होले हाई स्पीड से गई जान तो मिस हो जाएगी बल्ले बल्ले औरंगली होके टाटा
2: Hi, I'm uh, Vijay Parmar, and you're listening to the Biker Radio Broadcast. Alright, so if this is the first time you're listening to us, Horn Please is our effort at road safety. It promotes helmets, riding gear, road etiquette, pollution control, it even promotes insurance and healthcare, and... For any commercial inquiries, please write into our email ID at mail at bikeradiorodcast.com. Right now, it's back to Sharad Sharma, where he told us about his association with his bassist friend, Siam, and the new talent that has come together for the band of Sharad and the Sinners.
0: Hi, I'm Sharad Sharma, and this is The Long Way Home. Their skill level was all alright. Siam was very good. But he stuck by me. He was like, maybe I know he saw something in me that you know I was being sincere enough, and he said we must get a, a gig. Yeah. Now we've been now jamming for about two months, mm. rehearsing mm. every week. We'd meet for rehearsals and everything. But finally, Siam said we got a gig. We have mm. to gig somewhere. So I went down to a bar that opened up in Friends Colony, mm. Kalamata, and I said, Yeah, yeah. I I want to play here. Yeah played. I had about maybe 25 people who turned up. Mm. Uh, for me, it was like, man, I'm playing with a band, yeah. Right. That finally. Finally. Yeah. And uh, then we get called to the Gymkhana Club to play uh, Christmas Eve. Mm. Uh, we get called to the Quorum Club in, in Gurgaon to yes. play uh, their evening. Then Strikers and you play the wine company. Wine company and then um, Hard Rock Cafe, yeah. Delhi, and a uh, lot of personal private gigs out of town. Hey, whoa, blah, blah, blah. Right. Uh, private gig at Lodhi Hotel. And I had the keyboard guy come in. And uh, suddenly we were playing jazz standards and, you know, Fever and right. Autumn Leaves and uh, the whole keys and everything. And then we did a gig right. recently in Jim Kana Club, 29th. And um, yeah. And it was the best gig ever.
2: Wow, fantastic. It had so much
0: energy. It had so much energy. I started playing at 8.30. And I stopped playing at 11.25. I don't stop, man.
2: So you found your mojo.
0: Oh, man. And how. Yeah. My mojo is alive. Like, it, it makes me breathe. It, it injects life into me. It mm. makes me get up every morning and say, man, when am I going to play the guitar again? And when am I going to... Play my keyboard. So I learned keyboards all on the way, piano. I compose, right? So I just recently made a song. So I'm very happy to. It's got my whole. <laughs> my blood is running in my veins again. Wow. And I'm so happy. And somewhere along this journey happened my motorcycle.
3: Great. Hi, this is Sachin Chavan. And you're listening to the Biker Radio podcast. podcast. podcast.
2: And time now to put out a special word of thanks to the sponsors of the must-not-do list on the Biker Radio Broadcast. Thank you to the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe for supporting our efforts to celebrate motorcycling in India. Well, the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe is, apart from being Goa's best cafe in the very first year of its operation... In the premium dining category, which was judged by the Times Food Awards, uh, it is also a very cool place to go check out the Royal Enfield store, which stocks everything from merchandise to accessories. And uh, and there is also a service center, which is the best place on the Baga Creek to give your ride a good wash and some TLC if you're riding to town, while you can chill out with a few sous from the brewery It also houses a very nice motorcycle museum and has been nestled in a Goan bungalow which looks like a swanky design studio. In all the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe is the must-do in Goa. And they bring to you our list of must-not-dos which is a tongue-in-cheek expression of our times. So this week's must-not-dos are... Must not
3: do. Must
2: not do. Must not do. Must not do. The must not do list is brought to you by the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe. The must do in Goa. You must not book an ola. And want the economy to get over it. You must not maintain a stiff upper lip and yet hope to lip-sync Brexit. Oh, no, no. You must not break traffic rules, unless of course you have a Swiss bank account. The must not do list is brought to you by the Royal Enfield Garage Cafe, the must do in Goa. Welcome back to the Biker Radio Broadcast. You're on the 43rd episode of The Long Way Home. And I guess you're listening to us already, which means you're listening to us one way or the other. But if you like what you hear and you'd like to listen to more of our episodes, then subscribe to us. And you can do that only if you have a podcast app on your phone. Uh, the Android's required to download one, and you can choose from Google Podcasts to Spotify. On iPhones, of course, you've got, you've got Apple Podcasts. So, all you need to do is find Biker Radio Broadcast. It's B-I-K-E-R-R-A-D-I-O-R-O-D-C-A-S-T. All right? If you want to listen to that spelling again, all you have to do is pause this podcast and rewind it a bit and listen to it again. That's why I also call it a pausecast, which means resume when you want to and once you subscribe to us you can listen to us anytime and every time and sometimes when connectivity is not available or you're taking a flight or something you can download the episode it's a small file and hey give your eyes a rest let your imagination run wild right now it's back on the long way home with sharad sharma who's telling us about the motorcycle that he finally bought
0: hi i'm sharad sharma and this is the long way home so My father was the quintessential biker. And uh, so he was a very, very keen biker. And so when I grew up, I saw him go off on his jaunts. And as a young kid, I would sit behind him. Mm. But then he had bought the 600, the R60 by 6. And uh, I'll never forget the, you know, the sound of the twin engine. Mm. Mm. Accelerating out and me holding him like that and him leaning around turns and curves and, you know, uh, and this was in Bombay, by the way. You were in Bombay that time Mm. when he was posted there. And um, so somewhere deep down inside, you know, the seed gets planted. You have to do it. You know, you have to feel that same feeling again.
2: Cats in the cradle.
0: Yeah, (laughs) little boy and man in the moon. (laughs) So when Harley Davidson launched in India, I went and booked my bike. Now, I was going to buy a fat boy or whatever, you know. Mm. So, they had come to Bombay to try out their motorcycles and everything. And I was like a kid in a candy store. I'm like, yeah, I'm going to buy a motorcycle, man. Um, so, 2010, you book your bike. I booked my bike. I didn't tell my wife, though. I booked the bike. Mm. And how I chose the bike also was... I ride the XR 1200X, right. which doesn't have uh, not one... Spot of chrome on it. It's black. It's matte black. The engine is black, the wheels are black, the tank is black, the seat is black. It has no chrome on it. Right. And I said, you know what? Now that's a motorcycle. Mm. Because I got onto it, I rode it, and I had that same feeling which I had when I rode my dad's motorcycles. That same feeling came back. Mm. I said, yeah, this is the motorcycle. Mm. So when I'd ridden all the other bikes, like, you know, the head of sales, he comes to me and says, why don't you try this bike, the XR? Mm. He says, I think you will like this one. Right. So I said, are you sure? Yeah. It looked like a Harley, man. It's like a sport bike. Mm. I said, just try it. The minute I put my leg over it and I went for that round, I was like, dude, this is my motorcycle. Mm. I booked it, got delivered in Delhi. I had it been shipped to Bombay mm. and every day, I rode my motorcycle every day to work. Do you know before I the bike had come? I'd bought my boots, my helmet, my jacket, mm. everything. I would wear my motorcycling boots to work.
2: <laughs> mm.
0: I would wear my motorcycling boots to work because I said I want to be on the road. Right. I want to ride my motorcycle to help with this world, to help with this life. Yeah. I want to get out on the road.
2: You were that pissed off, huh?
0: Yeah, I was like, this is not my life. Yeah. I need to, f- I need to be free. I need to be unchained, man. I need to be on the road, wide open throttle, going to 120 for hours. I don't want to see anyone. I don't want to meet anyone. Wow. And that was what I did. Amazing. So in 2010, hmm. when I gave up my job in Times Now, right. and I was shooting Rockstar in Delhi, hmm. in between my schedule of Delhi and Kashmir, I flew to Bombay, picked up my motorcycle, picked up my dog. I had a Labrador Retriever. I put him in the rear seat, I told my driver, you drive the car, I'm on the motorcycle and we are riding back to Delhi.
2: Awesome.
0: So on the 1st of December, I started out for Ahmedabad. 600 kilometers. Right. Never ridden more than 100 kilometers ever, like since I was as a teenager. From 18 to now when I was 48, 47, I go to Ahmedabad. I was on the saddle for 16 hours. Wow. I reached Ahmedabad and I, th- I thought, I'm going to die, man. Right. But I still, I had to swim through. Yeah. You don't say no. you reach your destination. I reached my destination. My cousin's sister lives there. Mm-hmm. The next morning, I couldn't move.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I,
0: got, like, I was screwed. Uh, my back, legs, thighs, head was fried. Everything was fried. I told my sister, I'm staying on here. Mm-hmm. Stayed on one day, recouped. The third day, I got on the road, refreshed. Went to Chittorgarh, Found a lovely resort off the beaten track. Huh. Spent a night. Next day, I rode to um, Udaipur. Spent a night there. Then Jaipur. Yeah. Spent a night out on the outskirts. Wow. I told my driver, you carry on, I'll spend one night here. Right. Next day, I reached Delhi. And I was going home. To GK2, hmm. and suddenly I said, You know what? Let me go to India Gate and finish my journey there. And I wrote a blog about this.
2: Where would we find it? It
0: was on my website. It's called traveltalk.in. That's T O R Q E, yeah. Traveltalk.in. And uh, got picked up on a site called XR1200OwnersGroup.com. Hmm. And so all XR owners from across the world. And my story got put up on the front page. So I write really well by the mm. way. I'm sure. And just to blow my own trumpet. <laughs> Hi, this is Arjun Raina from Motor Exotica. <laughs> and I'm here at the Biker Radio Rodka.
2: Who was your school? Dune. Oh, so you're one of them. Not Dosco. Yeah, Dosko. So you must be knowing Ankush. Gulati. Yeah. Of course. Oh. Don Corleone. Don
0: Corleone, yeah. of course. He came with me for the first time to Goa.
2: Oh, really? So you set up
0: this Motorcycling tour company. Yeah. How did that happen? So this happened in 2011. Okay. Because in 2010, when I come back to Delhi, Mm -hmm. all I wanted to do was get onto my motorcycle and ride. Right. I needed any excuse. (laughs) Any excuse. Right. And I spent the next five years riding my motorcycle to every nook and corner of this country. Wow. And I decided along the way that Actually, people came up to me and they said, look, man, you've ridden so much. Why don't you take us, here? Mm. India Bike Week had just started out. Their first edition was in 2013, mm. and uh, or 2012, 2013. So the guys from Delhi, mm. Jalandhar, mm. Ludhiana, mm-hmm. and Chandigarh. Okay. 35 riders, <laughs> most of them Sardars, right. or they're fat boys, right. are going with Sharaj Sharma, Down to IBW, (laughs) like an army that is going to invade Goa and smother anything on the way, (laughs) and in Goa itself, they will make sure that there will be nothing left standing upright. They the horde has come from North India, and I took these guys, and um, it really was you know baptism by fire, man. Wow, I had no clue what the Mm. hell I'm going to expect, you know. Deep end. Oh boy, Mm. was that the deep end? But somehow, you know, you pull yourself together and you... I had a really good uh, young fellow who had joined me by then called Megan Naik, right. who was some uh, Mangalore. Right. Mad, mad biker. And uh, he. he I'm, I said, you're my tour in charge, man. You handle all the nitty you You know roads. I'm going to be leading. You drive the mm-hmm. car. In the car, we had a trailer. Right. For any breakdowns. Right. And uh, we did tour after tour. Uh, Goa became the biggest property. Okay. By the end of it, uh, we had Fortis who'd send us an ambulance. Right. With our tours, uh, yeah, we did Rajasthan, we did Himachal, mm. we did uh, North India, South India, everywhere. We toured so much. Right. But then you know, I realized there's a big danger in riding in India. Right. Absolutely. So to be responsible for someone else's life, a uh, lot of close calls. Right. But then I said. Am I going to be sleeping well at night if I know that tomorrow I have someone's blood on my hands? Mm. I don't think so. So, and I started doing the you know the the numbers. If I have to make a business out of it, mm. it has to make sense. Mm. Otherwise, why take on this risk? I'd rather just write for myself. Right. So, I stopped that in 2015. My last tour, 2015. Right. And 2016, I'd come back. Then the music thing happened. Right and um, yeah, so here I am. Wow! Um,
2: Quite a story, man.
0: It is. I- and I'm still rolling because now I have gigs to look forward to. I have songs to write, I have miles to ride. I am really looking forward to my next 25 years. Yeah. Awesome. And uh, I'm very happy to be a part of your broadcast Thank you so much. Yeah, and uh, thank you for reaching out. And being here and I wish you all the best because I think uh, people like you and I, we get driven by passion Mm. and it's real. (laughs) So don't ever doubt it. (laughs) Yeah, but it's either there or it's not there. True. As simple as that. Quite simple. And the thing is that, you know, you can actually... um,
2: You can't wing it.
0: You can't wing Mm. it, but you can revive it. Each day, when you feel like today I don't have it in me to, you know, write a song or play the thing, I think you just got to start playing the guitar or just banging the keys, and something happens. My name's Gordon May, 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 and I'm here with Biker
2: Radio Rodcast. So something indeed happens. Something happened a few years back when the idea of Biker Radio Broadcast was conceived. Well, the mandate for the show was to build a community and work with it. Today, we are chuffed with a generous appreciation that we've received from our listeners and our patrons. Well, Sunny could not be on the show because he's on a tea break in Mumbai and he's ringing up another tea lounge which has been inaugurated as we record the show but he'll be back for the next show and I must take this opportunity to thank Vijay Thomas for reconnecting me with my old colleague Sharad Sharma who's our guest today and to Anita Krishnan for yet another fantastic my way from Rajasthan to the entire patronage at the garage cafe in Goa. Remember to participate in the must-do contest on our website. But before I get down to wrapping this show, I asked Sheru a question that we ask Every guest, if you had the opportunity to ride with anyone from history or contemporary times, imagined or real, who would that person be and why? Well, Sheru had an answer and it came right off the meat of the bat. The Biker Radio Broadcast. Listen, connect, ride on. Truth. Truth. Truth be told.
0: No one. I ride alone. I ride alone. I don't need anyone on a motorcycle with me. Myself and the motorcycle and the road. That's why I don't ride with any group. I don't attach myself to any group. I don't need anyone on the motorcycle when I'm on the road. They have their life, I have mine. They did what they had to do. The greats, Alexander, Napoleon, Aurangzeb, Akbar, Brad Pitt, George Clooney, Nelson Mandela, I don't want to ride with them. Fair enough. I will ride by myself because I ride for myself. I ride because it
2: feeds my soul. Sharad Sharma, my friend, thank you for that awesome chat. Thank you. On the long way home. Pleasure. Thank you very much. Thank you. Well, I can't let you go without what—a song from you. Okay,
0: happy do. Sounds good.
1: Oh, keep your eyes on the road. Your hands on the wheel. Oh, keep your eyes on the road. Your hands. Gone to the road, I think I'm going to have a real, a good time. Yeah, back at the road, I think I'm on the Yeah, back at the road, I think I'm on the low. Yeah, that's where the people let the go slow. Let it roll, baby roll. You roll, baby roll, let it roll
2: all night long. Well, thank you for tuning in catch you next on a very special edition on the Biker Radio Broadcast on the 44th episode of The Long Way Home. I'm Shandy and hey, let's hook up. Check us out. Until then, listen, connect, ride right on. You gotta
1: roll, roll, you gotta Oh, ashore lady, give up your vows. Save our city right now, right now. Oh, when I woke up this morning and I got myself a beer. Oh, when I woke up this morning and I got myself a beer.
0: The future's uncertain, but the end is always. Let it roll, baby, roll Let it roll, baby, roll Let it roll All night long My like Radio Broadcast advises safety at all times discusses underage riding But celebrates the spirit of motorcycling
1: and how?